0: Well, hey, we are uh, sitting down with the director of enterprise sales at Stella Automotive, Ron Smith. This is Auto Collabs.
1: Enterprise sales.
2: Sales
0: director. director. Hey, hey, look at that. Guys,
2: get just real quick, real quick. First of all, when you fly into Chicago and it's <laughs> rainy and cloudy, you're like,
1: oh,
2: about right. About Very right. Chicago-y, but course. not really
1: Chicago-y in the spring. It should be a little nicer about this It time should of be year.
2: nicer. It's unbelievable. But the, I will say the salad gotcha. that I had was extremely nice, and it was She's wonderful. Keep talking
0: about this salad. Keep talking, talking
2: about a salad. I got to talk about a salad. Salad, salad, is a, salad.
0: Is a promissory note that real food will soon arrive. This is why <laughs> restaurants... <laughs> This is why restaurants bring it out exactly, first. Oh, I'm putting they bring that the on a T-shirt. You. Well, it's
2: okay. I just got invited to lunch, so maybe I'll go eat the meat here in yeah, just a second. Go. I'll go get the you meat shit. You
0: know? <laughs> go get a deep dish. Well, hey, we are uh, sitting down with the director of enterprise sales at Stella Automotive, Ron Smith. Um, tell me a little bit more about what. What do you guys know about Ron? He he won the pitch tank.
2: He yep. won the pitch tank. That's most of what I know about Ron, Stella. except
0: for I, he works for
2: Stella. No, well, I met him. I met him at, uh, at SodaCon last year, tons of energy. Um, I think he was actually new in the role. They brought their whole team to a Soducon. I will say just the Stella awesome. team. just has a ton of energy. They're aligned with what we're doing here at a Sotu, Um, yep. just as like personally, like personally they are. And so it's people. always encouraging. Yeah. yeah. They're just kind people. It's always encouraging to jam with them. Um, and so I'm sure that, I'm sure that we're going to discover things that that uh, that we'll all look back and be like, yeah, Ron's one of our own, you know, just because <laughs> I know the vibe of the people that they typically bring bring around. So we hope you enjoyed this conversation uh, uh, with Ron. Ron, what's up, man? We are excited to be hanging out with you. You were the winner of one of the months of Pinch Tank Championship, So congratulations first on that, because that's a whole deal.
3: <laughs> man, thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. We appreciate the opportunity getting uh, getting into there and winning it. So it's great to be uh, Real here. Real
2: quick, for those that don't know what Pitch Tank is, it's like a three-minute audio-only p- presentation. If you're watching this on video, Ron can actually – he's got a great voice for radio too. But tell the people, like, what the preparation, the process, and the feeling is going into just having to explain everything you do in under three minutes without a deck. <laughs> like, how does that happen? How does that work in your brain leading up to something like that?
3: Oh man. Well, like one thing that really helps us out is the fact that our AI, we can, we usually do live demos and we can usually get on and off the phone in a minute and 20 seconds. So I can just fill up a minute and 20 of the three minutes. (laughs) That is
1: an, that's a pretty great advantage.
3: (laughs) That's, that's like the easiest part about it. So we do, we do like our little intro. Hey, this is what Stella does. Show something cool and new to everybody. And on the outro, just, uh, you know, just touch a little bit more, put a hook in get the dealers to want to pump up. But there was preparation we had to do on there, right? I, I probably ran through it uh, 10 times, with my VP of marketing, just to ensure that I was falling within that three minute time frame.
2: Did uh, that so- change the game for you? Like with the rest of stuff, because you're pit, you know, you're in the sales environment. Did that change the game for you to pitch in like you're in elevators at NADA, just like, just so you know, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Here it is. Right. You know?
3: Uh, it did. So just to tell you all this, like a little behind the scenes, the last pitch that I did, we decided to change the entire pitch up 30 minutes before. That's the first time I ever did that pitch. And, and legitimately the whole entire team has taken that pitch and just ran with it across the board. So like we, we found new ways to talk about Stella just by going through a little, a three minute time frame of a pitch tank. It was pretty cool.
1: So tell right. me what it was like training the person that you called to sound just like Stella, <laughs> that's, <cold. laughs> no, that's messed up. No, I'm just kidding, man. I was on. I was on that pitch, and it, it was awesome to just yeah. hear hear it go the way it went. And like, you had such an advantage of like that mic drop moment. Like, oh, well, you don't believe me? I'm gonna call in right now. Which yeah. is probably how a lot of your pitches go.
3: It, it is <laughs> right? a lot. Of, a lot of times, you're just like, wow, how did that? Did that person just talk to me? Right? Like, what, what, they just responded, and and so like. Many a times when we go through the pitch, I'm always like, all right, Mr. Mrs. Car dealer, just please let me get through these three calls. Usually after call number one, I don't go any further. I'm already answering questions because they're just like so intrigued about how fast that responsiveness was with the AI.
0: uh, I was going to say for for those that are, you know, maybe tuning in for the first time, or maybe this is the first time they've heard Stella. Can you, can you give me the Cliffs notes on what it is? What, what problem does it solve?
3: So Stella is a conversational AI leading, leading provider in all of automotive, right? Stella will book, change or cancel all of the inbound phone call traffic that comes into the service department. Uh, We'll also do location hours, roadside assistance. We also just launched a new product called our front end reception that'll basically eliminate the, the ability for an IVR, press one for sales, press two for service. Just let Stella pick it up. I mean, on average, 20, 30% of inbound phone calls are going just missed. So Stella just helps facilitate all of that traffic to ensure the dealers don't miss any more phone calls. Plus give the consumers the good experience of ensuring they're going to accomplish their goals when they're on the phone.
2: Nice. Okay. Okay. Enough about Stella. Cause this is a little bit more about Ron.
3: Oh yeah, he, you
2: know she's 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 exciting and all that type of stuff. But Ron,
3: Stella. Stella.
2: Um, so to, uh, just so everyone knows, I'm in a. <laughs> a mess of a day. I'm in He's Chicago. in a mood. I, I'm in a whole mood. I just had a really, really great salad that I, at a place that I've never been. So I'm on, I'm on cloud nine with the salad. Now we okay. know Kyle's
0: a liar. Okay, yeah, <laughs> it's not a really good salad. Yeah, We're yeah. tracking. we okay. I okay. had a great salad? Great
2: salad. You all want to be somebody else. Yeah. So Ron, uh, take us back. Maybe not to your childhood, but uh, you know, talk to us a little bit about what your career in automotive has been. Um, have you it, 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 was Stella the first stop, or or have you been in automotive in a few other places before that?
3: Oh, okay. So I'll take you back to my childhood. My dad's in the car business. Uh, hey, now. So, 13 years old, I was already uh, pushing this thing called a Billy Goat through the lot for $5 an hour, picking up all the cigarette butts. I, <laughs> I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. So, like, it was, uh, so that's when I started. So, like, I never asked my dad, all I, all I asked him at dinner was, like, how many cars did you sell today? Right. Like, that was yeah. the so I went into uh, officially a lot Porter at 18, sold cars for him and then uh, I was the house mouse apparently, right? So what I had to do was uh, move from my dad down to Florida and started selling cars with Asbury Automotive at Cog and Honda and Jacks. So I did that, made it all the way up to uh, used car director for the first uh, for five years there and then I did a 10 year stint at Cox Automotive. Traded okay. market, launched Traded Marketplace. Spent my last five years with uh Viotto in particular, and then uh Stella decided to launch a sales team in August. I got a basically like my shark Tank pinch, I got a three minute phone call with a minute of a demo, <laughs> and I was like, okay, AI, I'm in. So I came here in August. So I've been in the car business for over 20 years, guys. It's been uh, it's been amazing seeing the changes.
1: Look, I think that there's always just such a wasted. Time slot in the beginning of anyone who's selling a tech product in automotive to be like, I grew up on the lot, right? Yeah. I grew up pushing the billy goat. Pushing the up- billy goat. <laughs> the dinner conversation was how many did you sell? And I already knew by dad's attitude how many about that was. <laughs> <laughs>
3: right? It was it's funny because I, I was a junior. So, like, I would always, people would always come in and look for Ron at the dealership. And my dad would give deals to like other people because they would send them to my dad. And I was like, what the heck? And all the all these people <laughs> used to call me Junebug at the dealership. So then I started going by Junebug and I never missed another deal again from that standpoint because I just, you just had to get creative That's back amazing. then. And it, it was fun. I was also the internet manager because I knew how to change the printer ink at the time. Which is right <laughs> hey, right.
2: good. The good news is nothing's changed. Yeah. Right?
1: <laughs> now you just know how to reset passwords. Right? Yeah. Talking
2: that's that's about that's job security.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh no.
0: Whew,
2: I'm okay. sideways. <laughs> I can't get over the billy right. goat.
1: <laughs> Let's now the billy goat. You just think about that little thing. You push it and it just eats up everything in its sight. Right? That's All the cigarette exactly butts. Remember is. that? Remember the lots were littered with cigarette butts. Um. Okay. So. It dealers, industry partners, right? It's this age old, like I need you, but will you get out of my office kind of mentality? So you, as a dealer, you know, you've seen the sales pitch from both sides. Um, as a vendor, you've seen the sales pitch from the like, okay, how quickly can I get this out? How can I actually serve the dealer instead of just uh, telling them what I have? You, you've experienced both sides. So from the dealer side, okay, I'm asking you to put your dealer hat back on. All right. What is the most annoying thing that a vendor can do when they try to pitch you a product?
3: Oh, man. Talk. (laughs) 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 I think you just actually nailed it.
1: Uh, I
0: think you just nailed it. uh,
3: I found myself a lot of times just listening to these people just go on and on and on and never truly just ask me questions about what I needed. Right. Mm, Like, you know, isn't selling. So that, that is just the world that happens like every day. It's still happening every day with people going into stores. They just want to come in and tell you about your product. Right. Let's, let's help them solve a problem. Right. And I can tell you the more you get your dealer to talk, like I was, I always learned like the first one to talk loses. Right. So (laughs) let's just go ahead and let them just ask them the right questions. Do a little bit of pre-work before you go in, you'll be able to find your way into the right conversation. It's just a matter of uh, just understand to listen a little bit more than just talking to people.
0: I always feel like controversial statement of the day. (laughs) I always feel like too early for that. (laughs) It's five o'clock somewhere, Paul. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like, you know, what, what lends its hand to that, why they go in with that urgency to like pitch, right. Is because they're hard up for cash, but here's my statement. How dare you put yourself in a position where you're so hard up for cash? (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? Get them. Like, Get them. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Because, like, what you're saying, Ron, resonates with, I think, safe to say, all three of us here. And of course, those that are part of the Asodu community, yeah. which is people over everything else, right? Like, love people more than you love the thing. And, but I always feel like, man, the only reason you feel urgency to earn the dough is because you put yourself in a position where you couldn't, where you didn't have the dough. And then, and then that precludes you from being able to actually just build a relationship. And like, like you said, listen, curious, your take, I want your, no, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to ask for your controversial statement of the day. I won't (laughs) do that to you, but, but curious, your thoughts on that.
2: Yeah. I mean, you think about the, just like dealing with a dealing with a salesperson, like a car salesperson on the ninth of the month and they haven't sold a car, you can see it in their eyes, like hunger, you know? And, and so I think that there is this this element that when we get into sales, that when we get into product pitching, that when we get into any of that, and we're prioritizing, like, like you said, telling isn't selling. We're just like shouting at people instead of solving problems. That immediately, I don't care who you are, it puts your defenses up. You know, you're you're questioning like, what's the motive on the other side? Is the product really good? Anything like that? So how do, Ron, How do you combat that? Because Obviously in the sales environment, there's deadlines to meet, there's goals to, there's goals to hit. Um, There, there are margins and there's, there's growth metrics that have to happen, especially your, your, uh, your role in charge of enterprise sales accounts. Like that's large accounts that have, that have a lot of opportunity for any, any sort of, you know, business, especially in the SaaS world. How do you balance the like necessity to sell the, the, the thing that has to happen for the business to keep moving and the human element of conversation and problem solving. How do you balance that in a day-to-day basis?
3: You know, I, for one, like pre-work is is critical for us. Understanding the knowledge of the conversation before you're going into the store, right? You know, we are our, our AI answers the phone, so doing some secret shop analyses of the stores is is one way to easily combat that uh, of just of just preparation. Uh, referral business from people that have already sold like you've already sold that clients too. like nothing's more powerful than one of our current clients calling one of their buddies or even a competitor that they've done to get that door just already open for you. So I'm really, really big on like warm to hot opportunities, right? The, the cold calling is still very, very tough and it's still a challenge. And if you're just strictly cold calling on clients in this atmosphere right here, you're going to have a really tough time because look, the vendor world's been out for a very long time dealing with dealers. Right? Dealers have had some poor experiences. They've also had some really good experiences with with people too. But their guards are up before you even get in the door. So if there's a way that you can use your network, your LinkedIn network, or my networks from my previous people to help get me a soft introduction to somebody that's able to get me over the hump, that gets that that helps us stay ahead of this. Now the enterprise side, it's like it's not like riding a jet ski and you can just pivot and turn and just close one rooftop, one rooftop, one rooftop. There's got to be a, a, a level of patience that I've had to learn. And I'm a very impatient person. So like that level <laughs> of patience that, Hey, like, you, you, you know, you're, you're going to be able like, Rome wasn't built in one day as an example, like you just have to establish the process, establish the rules of engagement that you have with your team and then just follow it through, see it to mm-hmm. a T. It's tried and true through my t- from my experience, my 10 years at Cox Automotive. It's a, that, that is one company that is unbelievable with educating their people of how to, how to just stay on top of their days. You know what I'm saying?
1: Okay. I have one more question. This is probably the last one we get to today. So we just asked you that from the dealer side. What's the most annoying thing that a vendor can do? Uh, you said talk, and then we went into the conversation. What's the most annoying thing that a dealer can do? to a vendor, because the hope is here that through growing a little empathy between the dealers and industry partners, we help the conversations connect faster because that makes innovation go faster. So what do dealers do that if they didn't do, uh, would actually help the process go a little bit easier for everybody? Um, Let's in trouble. Let's get in trouble with this. <laughs> <Let's> <laughs> tell it to me. Here,
3: Kyle.
2: Can tell can it to me, it. Ron. Give, a, give it to us. Yeah.
1: You know
3: what I want, like I, I want, I just want like yeses or nos, right? The, the gray mm. area makes it really <laughs> tough, right? To d- not understand the the path or the move that 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 we're getting out of responsiveness, right? Because it and, and sometimes in your world you feel like you've got a great conversation moving along and along and along, and then it and then it just drops off and goes dark, right? Now you got to figure out how to revive that or whatnot. I love just I, like there's the the people that I meet with like these alpha personalities that are just like, Nope, not moving forward. Yes. Moving forward. Like I just, I don't like the gray area in regards to the conversation piece with, with dealers. Right. I just want to know, Hey, either, either. in. if you're not in, tell me why you're not in. So that at least if it's something that I can address, I can address that there, but that gray area of, um, the, the, the responsiveness like I'm one that wants to respond fast right like I want right. if, if I'm texting with somebody i want to text them back quickly email email quickly yep, and right. I don't expect for people to email me fast or, or whenever I, I do just like timely responses at some point in time just just to Understood. know you just want time. to know it's just and like you let's go right. Right. that's it I just yeah. want to
2: know
0: Dude, Paul, Paul thought he was going to stump you but you are clearly it's an easy. enterprise sales <laughs> professional you <laughs> maneuvered your words with grace and dignity <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he yeah. answered it so well um man
3: find the plane uh while we're building it over here you know I what i'm saying this.
0: That, that seems to be a theme of this uh, uh this generation so we're, we're all for it man ron <laughs> thank you so much for uh joining us here on auto clubs how can those listening get in touch with you
3: uh so we have a fantastic website meetstella.ai um, that's where you can go and do all kinds of research. We have testimonials on here. Uh, you can certainly just call my cell phone, 904 738 4011.
0: I will answer it. I will respond. Uh, <laughs> not Stella. He will.
3: Yeah, yeah. that's Stella. You. And then ron.smith at But our website is
0: loaded with content. Awesome. Love it. Ron Junebug Smith on <laughs> hey. Idol Class. Thanks so much for joining hey, us. There
3: you go.
1: We thought we were going to get him on some controversial questions. That I think that is our uncommunicated. strategy. coming
2: for him. I'm telling you, what.
1: uncommunicated <laughs> strategy from now on. If you're a vendor and you're on this show, we're going to ask you hard questions because that's actually what's going to make everyone listen to your episode.
2: I love it. So be
1: ready. I love it. Uh, his answers well, were amazing.
2: His answers. His were answers were absolutely are amazing.
1: amazing the fact
2: that he that he's been on the dealership side families in the dealer has been tons of years on the vendor side and still had some of the clarity that was that like he can kind of see both sides that's important to me and i think that our industry as a whole just the more we can look across the aisle and go i see you i understand where you're at why you're doing what you're doing what you need you know like he just said hey i don't if you say no that's fine. There's 17,000 dealers out there that God, my team has me. to work with, right? Just tell me, just tell me what's Let's up. And it. if it's something I can handle, great. And if not, then we'll move on down less. highway. Shake they be friends.
0: You know? you know, my mind does move to a skit. I, I Maybe I approach life through skits, like oh, SNLs, SNL, but I love how concisely he answered the first question that Paul asked, which was like, what's the biggest mistake that vendors do? He goes, talk, <laughs> talk. And then on the, the flip, flip side face. of it, when you ask him. Well, what's the what's the biggest mistake? And, and to your point, Kyle, he he shares this diatribe about well, like just give me an answer, like make it a yes, make it a no. Don't ghost me. Don't whatever. But then he he asked, you know, like why are you not in? Like explain to me why you were not in. And in this skit, I picture the dealer just going, "Cause you talked, talk, talk. <laughs> <laughs> you talked, kid, talked you talked." In? Right,
2: it's just over and over.
0: <laughs> I think I I love
1: the fact that we just found out he was in the business and I will say this again because if I was an industry partner and I had sold cars and grew up in the business, it would be my profile picture, it would be my constant narrative, it would be the first line out of my mouth because everyone wants to know that you understand their side and if you're an industry partner, like, the dealers in the middle of it every single day, yep. the GM or the marketing manager, they're in the middle of it every single day. And why shouldn't they start with like, how do you understand what I'm going through right now? Well, I grew up in the car business, selling cars and this and that, that's how I should understand why like, I was just believe in a June bug costume. <laughs> ah, the
2: June bug. He's gotta leave. I don't actually know
1: bug. what a June bug looks like. Me either. <laughs> I, I know that Jim Carrey swallowed one going through the passing dumb and dumber. Oh. <laughs>
2: oh, that got him. Well, if that wasn't a great way to end up so thinking about Jim Carrey swallowing a <laughs> June bug, that's that for you. Thank you so much on behalf of uh, Paul J. Daly, Michael Cirillo, and myself, Kyle Mounts here. Thanks for joining us on Auto Collapse.
0: Sign up
1: for our free and fun-to-read daily email for a free shot of relevant news in automotive, retail, media, and pop culture. You can get it now at asotu.com. That's u.com. If you love this podcast, please leave us a review and share it with a friend. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next time.
3: Welcome, Welcome to, to Autocollapse.
0: <laughs> Why are we recording? Are we rolling yet? <laughs>